Dallin. I'm Bryce. And with us this week, we have a very special guest uh, from the past, a Mr. Alejandro Gerboiso. That's me. Yeah. Let's begin the show by starting it. Single than a double band. Taking over things. That's gonna be Alex's sound drill. Oh, you gave me Babs man drill. Thank uh, you. <laughs> I love that. Um, <laughs> that song. Uh, anyway, so we are we're gonna have some fun today, tonight. Uh, we have the newsroom and then the mailbag, of course. But the meat of the podcast today, we're gonna call affectionately "Beyond the Stats, Volume One." Looking back at double nickel, double freaking nickel. The Fearless Freaks. I told Bram that I was coming on. He was like, oh, yeah, the Fearless Freaks. I don't remember that being. I don't <clears throat> remember that either. I, could, I, I believe it, though. It's a good name. It's a good name. So we're going to look back. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna dive into the, uh, the old time machine and, and talk about a former pro, uh, prominent member of the league and have some fun. But with that, the uh, newsroom. We have a lot of news today. Um, so we had three different trades. The first was a three-way trade in which the flocks sent Jarrett Allen away and received Derek White and Dunkman's 2021 first-round pick. Jaw Dogs traded away TJ Warren and the 21st pick for Jarrett Allen. And the Rainbow Riders traded away Derek White and received TJ Warren. Okay. Do you have a, do you have a clear winner or loser on this one? Is it worth no. discussing? I, I think it's a, it's a big trade, and I like all of the players there. I just don't know which players I like best. Yeah. I think if Brands in win-now mode, I think I'd rather have T.J. Warren than Derek White. I think I like his end of the deal. Yeah. And if I were rebuilding, I think I'd probably rather have Jared Allen than Derek White. Than T.J. Warren? Yes. And the pick? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Derek, Jared Allen has a lot of potential in front of him. He's still only 22 years old, and he's already pretty good. Yeah. So I like him long term, um, and I like Derek White. Apparently Benson does, too. Apparently. He, had him, got rid he of likes him. to trade for him about once a week. He was off the roster and went right back for him. Yeah. As we discussed, I did that once before with Gary Harris. Probably done that a handful of times with other players. So I yeah. get it. I totally get it. I do sort of worry that he's never really had a good season yet. Derek White? Yeah. Yeah. And I worry about TJ Warren that maybe it's just a small sample size where he was really successful. And that like if they don't treat him like he's Jason Tatum, then maybe he's not actually going to produce. But uh, no, I, I like all those players. The 2021 first round pick is a nice pick. So no, it's it's there's a lot there. And I think everybody did fine. I'm sure somebody's going to walk out of it really regretting it because it just takes one of those players to not produce because all of the players have a, a high level of expectation, I think, given yeah. what the, given the price that was paid. All but, right. Well, no clear winner of the deal, um, I guess, but I, I would say I think Bram won. I'm fine with that. Just for I th- the straight value. I think, I think I would go with Jay. Well, but he gave up the pick too. I don't know. Just think white for Warren. I think I think ball. as long as everyone had fun, then everyone was a winner. Everyone's a winner. <laughs> um, well, if Jimmy Butler pulls off this comeback, 
then TJ Warren is either going to be in his pocket or maybe not allowed back in the league, some kind of deal, because it might be Jimmy's league and he might not let him exist in it. So, yeah, it, um, I mean, I think it's already at least Jimmy's conference. So, <laughs> TJ should have to go to the Western Conference. It I guess. Is, is Depot coming back on the, the, uh, the Pacers? I don't know. He doesn't I mean, seem to want to. Doesn't seem like so. Yet. Then it's TJ's team, so that'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I yeah. think the league without TJ Warren would be uh, just about the same as the league is now. So. I kind of miss him on the Suns, actually. Yeah. But he was a good scorer. Yeah. He had some buckets. Yeah. What did they trade him for? Uh, Cap Chase? relief. Shoe shoelaces. I don't know. Yeah. It's not Cap a well not a well run team. Well, all right. Well, if you, uh, so that was that was, was Thursday. One. Saturday's trade was. Bram trading away Trevor's 2020 first round pick for Jackson Hayes. Um, Somewhere over the rainbow. Bram's been busy. He has been. That that was with Brandon, just to be clear. Um, Yeah, well, Brandon only did one trade. It's where I can play his sound drop. Brandon did two trades. Yeah. Put in some effort, Brandon. Um, I like it better for the pride. I just don't think that Jackson Hayes is very good. And I don't think that 2020 first round pick is very good. But if I had my choice between a draft pick that's not very good and a player that's not very good, take the draft pick. I'll take the draft pick. It's a little bit it's, more of a gamble with higher upside. Yeah. I don't think I don't think people understand what Jackson Hayes is. Like he doesn't really block shots. Do the Pelicans understand what he is? I think so, and I think it's why he's not ever going to see twenty minutes a game. And I think that's why he's never gonna be fantasy relevant. But, uh, yeah, I just – I don't think – Jackson Hayes, he, he doesn't really block shots. He doesn't rebound. He's, like, weirdly the worst rebounding center ever. Not Jaron Jackson Jr.? No. I, I think – I want to say he had – let me look up his college. Triple J doesn't rebound? Not really. What? He's everything else. Really My wrong. guy, yeah. Yeah, blocks, hits, uh, hits threes, you know, scores. No plays good defense. Huh? I mean – Does Jaw? Does it clear up for – is it like a Russell at? Westbrook situation where Steven Adams boxes out for – Russell Westbrook to get the rebounds? I don't know. I mean, he's playing against he's playing with Valanciunas, and then Brandon Clark comes off the bench, and then the guards don't really – John Morant's not really still on the budget boards, I don't think. Dang. Jackson Hayes played 17 minutes a game and had four rebounds. In college, Yeah, per game. In college, he averaged 5.0 rebounds per game. How many minutes per game does Jaron Jackson play, and how many rebounds does he get? I don't know. I'll look that up. Just yeah, curious. that's not good. I mean, you get five rebounds in a 15-point pickup game. Yes. That's not good. Yeah, and, and, and then what else does he do? If, if they were like Davis Bertans not rebounding, okay, well, he's he's out there being Davis Bertans on offense, so it's okay. But Jackson Hayes is not Davis Bertans. He well, can't and shoot. That's why it's okay, Jaron Jackson, you know, because he's doing mm-hmm. so many other things. But Yes. But I'm just curious where those rebounds fall and the minutes are. Last year – so 26 and 28 minutes in his two seasons, 4.7 and 4.6 rebounds. Yeah. So, But even then, like, he was playing power forward, so he's further out from the basket. And, he, and he's stretching so, the floor. Yeah, he is, and, and, and Valanciunas is getting his rebounds. Because you would think with a big man, you would be able to get, like, three rebounds a game just from grabbing free throws. Just existing. But, yeah, like, it's it's they're, they're right there. And then, like I say, he just doesn't really block shots either. Um, 0.9 blocks per game. So was this his rookie year? Yes, yes, it was. But he had a really big dunk in summer league, so oh, he's right. got that going for him. And everybody forgets that dunk came from a really sweet pass from Mikhail Alexander Walker, and I really like Mikhail Alexander. Is he on your team, bud? 
No, he was at one point, probably. He was at two points. <laughs> two points, yeah. Probably a third. Anyways, uh, anything else on that trade? Nope, that's other, it. Other than we don't like Jackson Hayes. The pride and... dropped uh, Torian Prince, yeah. which seems appropriate. Yeah. And then the next one, a real blockbuster, came in today in which the Broken Walls sent their 2020 second-round pick to the East Mesa Trading Company for their 2021 second-round pick. Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. With the- yeah, I earned it. I do the podcast, so I oh. play my sound drop whenever I want. Why did you make that trade? I uh, I have three empty roster spots um, right now, and only two draft picks in the first two rounds. I don't have a second rounder, and I don't have I have two first rounders, but I need three players. Uh. And I have two first next year, and I have Jay's second rounder next year. So I've already got three picks lined up for next year. Plus, I have my own second. It's going to be a good second, probably in a better draft. But I do need a third player this year. Makes sense. Yeah. So. I don't want to pick somebody up in the third round when I could probably get somebody better at pick 16, which is what this will be, just outside the first round. So, Yeah, it um, it makes sense for you, and it makes sense for Ben because I think it's more value, and I also think it doesn't matter. So yeah, That's it. So Fun trade for today. Are you still looking for second rounders? I'll trade you. Oh, I already traded you that second rounder, didn't I? I'll take any draft pick in the first or second round. If somebody offers me a third rounder, I probably will. I don't have any first or second, so I can't. People don't value that. seconds. I, I have and have for some time. Yes. You value them so much you traded for all of mine. Yeah. And then gave them away probably a week later. I don't know. That's how it works. Part of the arsenal. Um, all right. Well, if there's no more. There uh, is one more piece of news, and that is the hiring of Fletcher Carpenter as the vice president of basketball operations for the Yaming Dynasty. What? Yeah, oh, this, yeah. This is groundbreaking. First time ever that there's two managers on one team. Wow, what? A lot has happened since, what, what year was it that you left? 2012, 13? 13, 14, probably 14. Lots happened in five, but, six years. But why are you bringing Fletcher in? Um, I've been co-managing a football team and a baseball team, and it's a lot of fun to just like work with somebody else. And I thought I would have more fun if Fletcher was helping. So what, the and league he's a smart is just guy. so boring for you? No, it, it's. I mean, obviously, the league consumes far more of my time than it ought to. But what have you been winning a bunch? Is it is it like you need a new something to? I don't think this is a challenge. I think that he's genuinely going to help the the organization. Mm. Like he's outsider's perspective. <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. I think it's a PR step. Oh. I think I think Bryce has damaged the good name of the Yeoming Dynasty, and needed somebody really nice and affable like Fletcher Carpenter to come in and make it easier for people to talk to. Well, hey, that's pretty good. Um, if it works out like that, then great. But I don't think that's that. That was not my intention. I have no problem being, no, be, being be this imagined villain. Conversations oh, with Fletcher, I would imagine yeah. it'd be fun. This would this would be like Vladimir Putin hiring like an assistant to the regional president, sort of thing. So like, it's some nice guy to take a little bit of heat off him, except he's actually still just like the shadow. Yeah, monster room. I don't mind the heat, and I don't consider myself a shadow. Like I'm still the the final voice in the Yao Ming dynasty. Well, there you have it, Fletcher. Watch out. Um, so really, a very eventful week for the off season. I would say so. Uh, when is the when is the next NBA season supposed to start? And is it going to be truncated? Are they going to do finals in June again? It's my understanding that they were planning on, I think the current plan is January and play full season and just blow off the Olympics. 
So end in June or do a full season and end whenever it ends. And so now the end NBA whenever, is forever shifted. I would assume that they will shift back, that they'll just play like January to June or whatever. Oh, okay. Whatever it is, I don't know when, how long the NBA season is and in what, terms they just, of months. They won't do basketball in the Olympics at all or – they just. I assume they just won't send NBA players. NBA players. Yeah, they were – they were planning on initially the plan was to start like the first day of December so that they would be finished in time for the Olympics, but that's just not feasible. And I don't know why they would work really hard to support the Olympics when they don't make any money off of it. Yes. At least not directly. So, so who makes up the U S team? I mean, is there some scouts going around to like, well, it used to, it it used to, well, you're good. It'll be college players mostly. Yeah. Who is that guy from Gonzaga that had diabetes? Adam Morrison. He's going to be on the team. He's going to be great. Well, you can, or you can just grab like <laughs> players playing overseas. Kevin Hart, Justin oh. Bieber. Yeah, <laughs> they, they used to play with that NBA players. Like Michael back Luziani. in the back prior to '92, you you had to be like an amateur in order to play. That's mm-hmm. why the Soviet Union beat us. Mm. Mm, Arvidas Sabonis is why they beat us. Yes, but it was Arvidas Sabonis versus like college Tim Duncan <laughs> or t- college David Robinson and Joe Klein. I actually found an old Joe Klein card today. When I was a kid, I had a, I had a Joe Klein 1988 U.S. Olympic team card, and I was like, Joe. And I found a, a David Robinson in his full Admiral like Navy getup card that I have in this weird sheet that I just found. I like that. Name. He wasn't he wasn't actually an Admiral. Well, in the Navy. you know what I'm on. Is, he's in his full yeah yeah yeah. He's in his dress uniform, which is a weird. I think I had card, a but... I think I had a David Robinson in his dress uniform card as well. Very I'm very pro David Robinson. So if I may for a second, Arvidas Sabonis, <laughs> DeMontis Sabonis, uh-huh. Brandon Overstreet, the pride, Ooh. full circle, circle black. Okay. I will point out that that Soviet team had a couple other NBA players. <laughs> right, <laughs> there were a couple Great other work. NBA players. So it wasn't strictly Sabonis. But... Hardest working segue man in the biz, and Bryce just goes, yeah. Yeah, so the Soviet. <laughs> so anyway. That well, Marshall me. Lunas was also hardworking and deserves <laughs> some credit. All right. So anything else that we want to talk about with about Fletcher and these trades? No, I um, okay. I know you would talk about bringing Fletcher on the show to talk about it. Fletcher will be at some point. He will, he'll be on the show. Yeah, yeah, good man. Um, with well, I guess without further ado, let's get to the meat of the podcast and uh, sit down and enjoy a little conversation with Alex. <laughs> So, Alex, where have you been for the last six years? Uh, out of the league. Yeah, admittedly. And out of fantasy basketball. I just don't play at all anymore. So, I look at this ro- like these rosters. I don't know if these guys are viable or what or who's good. Like, some of the names I know they might be good on a real basketball team. But, um, for me, though, I've been bouncing around. Mesa, Flagstaff, Japan. That's about it. So you've been doing more with your life than 14 other people. Well, I I can't say that. <laughs> uh, you wouldn't say it, but I will. But the reason I did leave the league was to be more focused on studies and other work, stuff like that. It was consuming too much of my time. And it is time consuming. And yeah. I kind of, if you realize that, kind of props to you, I guess. You know, if you want to make that. 
Yeah, like life adjustment for, be- for better or for worse, you know. Sometimes you got to break up with we a good girl. You. It comes up, yeah, it comes up, it comes up quite a bit. You know, we miss you. I feel like we can only say it was a good decision if you had a proper accounting of his time spent over the last six years. Just like, like really audit that to see if it was a worthwhile trade off. Well, here's the thing: is that I could absolutely still have made time for this. Yeah, but uh, at what cost? It would not have come at that great a cost. Because well, then, I, well, for the most part, I think that. I might have been able to coast off my roster for a little while and just set my lineup and make reasonable trades and reasonable ad drops. But you would have been thirty percent of our league right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think I definitely could have done it, but I just made a choice and I didn't look back, didn't regret it, and here we are. That's right. I can appreciate that. If you can't be great at a thing, if you can't whoa, give whoa, everything whoa, whoa, whoa. to a thing, Would you ever who finished one three one in the first three seasons? Well, but if but if you weren't giving everything in the following years, then you wouldn't have remained great. Well, maybe that's true. I'm not arguing that greatness never occurred. I'm arguing that if you weren't willing to maintain the level of engagement that you had through those first three years then your success would not have reasonably stood up. Maybe. But how much time do you really have to dedicate to be good at fantasy basketball? Me a lot. Yeah? Yeah. Like how like can you You probably not as much of it. Could you could you break it down into like a daily a time allotment or something or weekly? Ten minutes a day? Oh. Ten minutes? I waste hours out of my life every day. I mean, because well, there'll, there'll be days where I do nothing, like three days in a row or something like that, but then there might hit a day where it's 30 minutes all texting, trying to figure out what I'm doing. Well, I guess I'm a fool then, because I definitely have 10 minutes a day to put in the song. Which brings me to the next question. And you can spend most of that on the toilet, so you can multitask. that. Would, would, would you ever consider a comeback, even taking over a team that wasn't yours to begin with? I mean... Maybe? Sure, yeah. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I haven't thought about it until you just asked, yeah. but... Well, we miss you. Well, I miss you guys. Uh, well, you're here now. That's all that matters. Uh, let's go over a brief history um, of the of what the team was. Uh, I don't know. Bryce has prepared something. Bryce a little, has a little pre- something. Bryce has not prepared much. Um, <laughs> I've prepared zero, so the floor is yours. Okay. Um, well, like, like, like Alex said, he finished first the first year, third the second year, and first the third year before leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Follow your heart, kids. Never go wrong. That's right. He, um, his regular season was substantially less impressive, oh, yeah. actually. That first season, he finished the regular season 57, 57, and 3. Entering as the sixth seed, if I remember. Yes. And it's kind of embarrassing that we had a league champion. Achieving, punching Ooh. up. Apparently. But if I remember right, I just tried to build a roster that could get me five wins, five category wins. All right. Well, I just want to say, first of all, Bryce, you are welcome for leaving the league. I think you got exactly what you wanted was to clear me out to clear a way for you to get three championships. What I do you would, think? I, well, first of all, I won my first title before that. Second oh, of all, I was the one that begged you to stay to win that second title. <laughs> I mean, I... Uh, no, I I enjoyed having you in the league. Oh, uh, what? Now you guys are begging me to come back and you're going to take someone's scraps? I am not begging you to come back. I want you but to... yes, you would take scraps. 
I want you to make whatever choice is going to make you happiest in your life, Alex. Well, the truth is there is no semblance of a team that I once owned anywhere in here. So I No, it all got blown up. So I would be starting with some random anyway. So, yeah, I mean, Ben blew it up because he didn't want to cruise off my coattails. Yeah, live in your shadow. I can respect have that. Have his own identity, but also at what cost? Uh, well. No titles. No titles. One playoff appearance. No playoff wins. I mean, is his heart really in it? Is it? Is oh, he doing, it's in it. Is he doing it for Ben, or is he doing it for the team? The team. <laughs> Safe for me, Joey. Uh, no, he's very clearly doing it for himself. Okay, so and maybe what, it's that selfish me first attitude that's holding his team back. That's what I mean. So, who's been successful in this league, and why? Well, the Yaming Dynasty. Why? What? what what's because of selflessness. Apart? I yeah. mean, who else would reach out to another person and say, "Help me." I want, I want help innovating and moving forward. Nobody else. Because nobody else has the humility that the Yaming Dynasty has. Which is even more impressive when you look at the, the Sterling. Because nobody has less reason for humility and yet has more humility. So that that's that's my thought. I don't know if you have a thought on that one. Um, what, was, what was the question? Well, my, my, why is well, Bryce good? Or what was the yeah, question? but I also want to know, why did the league let him succeed? Well, don't make trades with Bryce. I thought this was a, a firmly established rule in the league that he's going to get, he's probably going to get the best of you in a trade. Just attack him. Don't let him win. I thought that was the thesis of the league. Well, there's only there's only about one or two managers that still hold that perspective. If that, I, I feel like if that's your perspective, then you've already lost because you just well, he's smarter than me, so I can't trade with him. But if that's the case, then then why are you trying? Are you just playing for second best? That doesn't make any sense. I'm just saying, like, if you're gonna play, play, play with and against everybody. Wake up, sheeple. He's wake, playing you. This league is for him. Okay. Uh, Fletcher, if you're listening, we need some good PR, bud. <laughs> dig that hole or undig that hole. I'm guessing you won't change the name. No, Yao yeah, Ming Dynasty's there to stay. Yao right? yeah, Ming Dynasty. It's gotta stay. I like the Yaming Dynasty. He has a mascot. That's something that's changed since you've been gone. A lot of branding. Like the Mulan dragon, Mushu? It's an ox. Oh. I felt like the ox of all the Chinese zodiac symbols best embodied my managerial style of the Yaming Dynasty. Walharni. Far sighted and hardworking. Is that what an ox is? Yes. According to one website, I've I've <laughs> come to find that there's not really anybody who like has a hold on Chinese zodiac mythology, which is weird. Not but, even the but, Chinese? No, apparently not. Because <laughs> um, I was I was planning a special edition Year of the Ox T-shirt because 2021 begins the Year of the Ox. And mm-hmm. I was wondering what colors would this be, and so like like what are the lucky colors for the the ox? And it's different every t- every website. They're like, oh, it's red and blue, and then the next one is like it's green and yellow. And I I just I don't know what to think. Okay. So I do need to I do need to be filled in on, uh, yeah I guess just where has the league been? What's the status? Like what's the like the so like there, was a, check? there was a blog for a while. Yes, which you started. You were, yeah. yeah. And Ed Ed you know kind of ran it for a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got busy and the blog kind of just stopped. Uh, we have a doctor. three group me groups okay. in the league. So a standard group me group where we just post uh league events like hey this is happening here or there or just maybe a random 
uh, meme mm. or conversation or debate of some sort, perhaps, you know, different uses. There's the group need for uh, official trade announcements, which is just you announce the trade and nothing else happens in that um, in that group. Uh, then one that hardly gets used is the side bets, yeah. which we have a side bet. We do. Not posted. The actual stakes? Like, you know, lunch. lunch bets. It's always lunch. Oh, okay. Yeah. We have a bet right now that... Uh, that uh, Tyler Hero, it's between Tyler Hero and Troy Brown Jr., mm-hmm. and who will have a better overall rank at the end of next season. Fifty game minimum. Who do you who do you before you know who's who's on what side? Who do you think has a better rank next year between Tyler Hero and Troy Brown Jr.? Do well, you know who Troy Brown Jr. is? He plays for the Gizzards. So no, I'm sorry, he plays for the Wizards. The Wizards. They're the Gizzards because they're only good enough to be a G League team. Wow. I mean, he's not wrong. So, uh, my question is, is Brad Beal going to be on the Wizards? How many other scorers and good players will be on the Wizards? Because if the answer is not that many, then Troy Brown could really fill it up. Tyler Hero, I think, will fill it up no matter what. I'm I'm just going to go with Hero because he's just the hot boy right now. Well. Looks like I'm winning lunch. Well, we'll see. According to Alex, um, I think I also feel like I wonder if Miami brings somebody in, whether it's like a Victor Oladipo or someone even better. I can see Pat Riley doing that. Like that's they're kind of they're, they've got to be the hot destination for free mm-hmm. agents in the offseason or trades. So that would just cut into Hero's value and overall I would think output so. and playing time. Um, my my hope for Troy Brown is that John Wall comes back is clearly not good enough. Yeah, Brad Beal sees that he's not KFC, good enough and then decides to. They've leave. got a product out called the Bucket for One. I've had a. <laughs> is that the Troy Brown drop? No, it's the Tyler Hero drop because he's the bucket. Troy, <laughs> Troy, Brown, Troy Brown's many things, but he is not a walking bucket. He's a walking above average rebounder. And passer for his position, uh, which does not have a snap. Greg here. Now today I'll come to KFC. They've got a product out called the Bucket for One. There you go. That's, that's it. Oh, and here I went to Kentucky. Yeah, it's even better. And I realized that I I I didn't say that, but I, that's also part of the, that's pretty the good. western appeal of that sound drop. So. Oh yeah, it works on multiple levels. Yeah. I didn't even pick that one up. It's a great sound drop. Do you think Pat? drafted hero because they went through like similar hazing things at kentucky even though pat went there way back in you know 1904 or whatever the heck i think there's like some sort of through line is that when he lost to the, to the glory road team yeah yeah mm. i'm not convinced that pat has enough humanity left in him for sentimentality <laughs> it's just no it's not sentimentality <laughs> it's the same reason that frat brothers hire each other is because Hey, man, I know some crazy stuff you did in college, and you don't want me to tell, right? And there's a brotherhood there, so they gave each other a job. Is that it? I well, would, there's some. I would hope that he drafted him because he was the best player on his big board at the time. He seems pretty good, I'll say. I think he's good. He's a good draft He has pick. the same wingspan as Bryce, though. It's actually a little bit less. How tall is he? I don't He's like 6'4 with a 6'3 wingspan. Well, I'm like 6'3 with a 6'4 wingspan. Tall? I mean, can you really answer that question? How tall does a man... Does a man stand? Is that, is that a song from Pocahontas? No. Bob my, Dylan? One uh, of the two. Uh, <laughs> right? I often confuse Did you know Bob them. Dylan played on the Pocahontas soundtrack? I honestly did. actually that song? <laughs> it's not. That's all a lie. 
Anyways. Okay. Um, so how's, how's league morale? Are people competitive? Are they passionate? Through the roof. I think I think this year we have... 70% of them? I think we have more people contending for the playoffs this year. Kev doesn't set his lineup ever, right? That's a meme. Not he's, ever. He's getting, mean, he's getting better. He was better. better this year. And last time I offered him a trade, he responded that it... The, he rejected the trade because it didn't fit his current strategy. I'm, pr- I'm proud of the uh, the growth Kevin's had. And I, 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 I like that he has a strategy. And he's got a good team. Yes, he has three phenomenal pieces. Yeah. Just unbelievable. If, if the league started today, I would have a hard time. I would very strongly consider picking him as a playoff team. Um, Josh is someone I remember as being maybe not so good for a while. Well, he, it's, it's hard. So Josh Josh missed the initial draft night. He was right. auto-draft. He had all the old players, got second place that first year, and then half the guys retired. So then he was and then he was battling that along with the fact that he's made some questionable decisions in, in years past, uh, just different trades that maybe didn't pan but out. But he's active. He's active. Yes, he's active. To this date, he does not show in a, a builder's mindset. Mm. And so he makes some short-sighted, but he, he's active. He comes to league events with a smile on his face Rock and, and a hug in his heart, and that's all I can ask for. Is there parity? And, and he sets his lineup. Yeah. Is there parity in the league? Is it top-heavy? Is there a clear favorite? top-heavy for a while where I think Bryce and Taylor were a, a cut above. And if you ask Benson, he was in that category as well. <laughs> of course. Uh, <laughs> that's why we don't ask Benson questions. <laughs> Zetus Labinus. Um, no, I, I think I think we've got more. Hey, come Nice. What's his name? Oh, well, this is little Jerry Seinfeld. Flock gang, baby. Hashtag cock watch. I think it's going to be the deepest playoff race yet. It's, it's heavy. Yeah. And then there's, there's, and then there's, then there's the guys at the bottom that mm-hmm. are clearly not going to make it. Me, Jay, Josh. But I feel like most of those teams have a plan and are working towards yeah. it. So who's up and coming? Who's dark horse? Who might make a, a run? Through this playoffs, you think? Um, I have an answer for that. I think the big up and comer is Kevin. Yeah, Kev? because because he has that core. He's one or two moves away from being a uh, lock on the playoffs. Yeah, right? about Bram. Uh, Bram's Bram made a big leap last year. I think okay. I don't know if he's a dark horse. I think at no. this point he solidified himself as kind of one of those lock teams. Yeah, when we did our dynasty power rankings, I had Bram number two. I think he's a very good team. Boom. I think, I think your old team, Ben Fred's team, could be a dark horse this year if, it, if the cards fall the right way. Kevin Durant, Paul George. Uh, you know, Kevin Love does some nice things. Uh, Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. Mm. Uh, definitely John. not Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier is a quality If Terry Rozier is if Terry Rozier is your eighth or ninth best player, that's all right. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, Dark Horse, though, if I had to give one vote, um, I don't know. I really, really like Ben L's team. Uh, I think he's got the zombies. Yeah, I think he's got um, he's got you know got Zion. He got half the Chicago Bulls. Oh, he's got Jason Tatum. He's got Tatum, Zion, uh, Wendell Carter, Robinson. JJJ, Jaron Jackson nice. Jr. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Jaron Jackson Jr. I don't care for calling him JJJ, especially in Triple the spoken J. word because it's it's still three syllables. That's not much of an abbreviation. I just call him Jackson. What about Dallin? You have a guy on your team that I'm convinced you've put here as a joke. Uh, Goga Bitadze? Are you uh, are you for, so far removed? You don't know who I he have is? No idea. He's, the, he's the best Georgian in the NBA. He was drafted by How Indiana. many Georgians are there? He was drafted I think by just one, though. Indiana. Okay. He's a backup center behind Sabonis and Turner. 
He gets a handful of minutes, not a whole lot. It was his rookie year last year. Is he useful to you? Big guy. Yo, know, he's young. Can I trade you for no. him? <laughs> Are we making an announcement? I just want a guy. He's the type of guy that I'm going to hold in my league because I believe in him. And I'm a rebuilding team, and I want to see what he becomes, but I have no problem dropping him down the road if that's what it comes to. Which is to say, no, he's not good. Okay. Bryce, Bryce. So for those of you listening, Alex just took a drunk drink. Took a drunk drink. Took a drunk out of his Whataburger uh, cup. It fell upside down, and the straw came through the bottom of the cup. And we are dealing with that. And I do not want to edit this later, so I'm just going to talk about it. And we're back. And we're back. Um, I believe he's the only Georgian left, unless Zsa Zsa is still in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if he is. Where was George Murishan from? George Bergeron? George Murishan? Murishan? Never yeah. heard that name before. What? My Giant with Billy Crystal and George Murishan? I don't for the know. movie, I know who Billy Crystal is. Great guy. I don't know him, so I couldn't really speak to the quality of his character. Are you but. serious? Look this guy up. You guys know who he is. I think he might have even had a cologne. Or maybe it was a joke cologne, like an SNL thing. How do, you... that up. <laughs> How do you guys not know? How do you spell his last name? M-U-R-E-S-A-N. Well, Bryce is looking that up. Uh, we're going to go back to Romania. Romanian. He was like 100 feet tall. Seven foot seven. That's pretty big. Bouncing around a bit, but we had talked about where's the league gone. Let me yes. Go back to that for a second because obviously the podcast. We're in our ninth episode. Uh-huh. I believe. How's that going? How's listenership there? Uh, it's a massive success. So right now it breaks up. Numerous? It breaks up the analytics for me here, and I'll go through some of the analytics. Report. Okay. What do we got? Seventy-nine percent of our listeners use Apple Podcasts. That's big. Five percent Spotify, and then you know, kind of sprinkled other platforms. Sure. Uh, g- uh, the gender, so it breaks it up into male, female, non-binary, and not specified. Mm. So our number two is non-binary at zero okay. percent, and our number one is men <laughs> at a hundred percent of leadership. Okay. The we age, have a very decisive the age listenership. A hundred percent of our audience is 28 to 34 years old. Solid demo. I know I fall within that range. Sure. I can't say it's a lie. Mm. And then as far as where are people listening from, this is where it gets interesting. 99% of our viewership falls right here in the United States of America. That's, yep. Less than 1% Singapore. Singapore. So this begs me to ask whoever you are in Singapore, if you're listening to this, and you understand this, and you're following along, and you're tracking our rosters, and you know all about the Eagles, <laughs> my Liverpool, never stop dreaming, and please, please tweet at big underscore vertical, and let us know who you are. Yeah, and let us know who's going to win the league next year, and yeah, are you real? Is that real? Is it real? Um, I'm skeptical that you're real. Diving into the, uh, the United States population a bit more, 66% of our United States viewership is uh, in Arizona. That makes sense. Makes sense. Most of the leagues here, I'm here. Um, I listen to it quite a bit. Um, <laughs> if we break up Arizona, the only outliers here, I mean, a lot of the regular cities that you would think of, but we've got El Mirage, Tucson. What? Do we have anyone on the west side or in Tucson in the league? Or I think people just... Adjacent? Oh, they might no, be downloading they might ju- Well, they might just be like driving around. Uh, okay. So sometimes I drive to Tucson. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, think that, I think those are easy, more easily explained because of that. I think, you know, one of our guys could be on the oh, wait. for work. I actually situation. listened to the podcast while I was working on the West Side. There you go. So there's your Elmer Rock. There's your Elmer <laughs> uh, This is what gets interesting, though. Uh, the next highest is 21%, California, which makes sense, too. You got guys out there. Ed lives there and Trevor lives there, mm -hmm. but they don't live in Anaheim. And Anaheim has the highest amount of viewership from California. Anaheim stand so up. So of that 21%, 33% of that is from Anaheim, 22% Sacramento, and then I'll go down the line, Los Angeles, South Pasadena, then Ed, Fresno, and Clovis, and then some other cities. So you got some people I don't know, then Trevor, some more people I don't know, and then Ed. So Ed needs to A, step it up and listen more often. And B, uh, who are you, Mr. Anaheim? Because clearly, you've, there's somebody in Anaheim liking the show. Maybe one of our maybe one of our regular meet league members was on vacation with their family, listening to the podcast over there. But 33 percent. That's pretty big. I don't know who that is. We got to figure this out, please, people. Tweet at Tweet big underscore vertical. Um, and then just kind of going down, wrapping out the analytics here before we jump back into uh, the Beyond the Stats Volume One. Um, it's a pretty stat-heavy portion of Beyond the Stats, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got Texas, Oregon, Washington, Virginia, and Utah. Utah's the only one that makes sense. Kevin and Ben Fred live there. Uh -huh. um, but that's less than 1%. So we have more viewership from Virginia, Washington, Oregon, and Texas. And I couldn't tell you who those people are. Old Virginia. I would love to know who they are. When we started this podcast, it was a very niche thing. It was for 14 people who are in a very specific dynasty league just to kind of have fun. But we have some people listening to this show, and I don't know who they are. And I want to know who they are. My prediction is they don't exist, and there are like 12 people listening to this show, and they're all on the league. It could be bots, and that, you know that's kind of my guess. But I'm going to have fun with it. 33% of our California viewership is in Anaheim, and there's somebody there. Well, I don't care what you say, Bryce. Even if it is bots, like... I think bots count too. If you think about it, AI is the future. So yeah, maybe really we're just on the cutting us. edge with bots. Sure. Um, yeah. I um, love it. So that's it. So that's the analytics. But that's, I mean, so since you've left, yeah. this is where the show's gone. International. <laughs> Intercontinental. Not the show. I'm sorry. The league. The league is gone. Intercontinental. Yeah. We're in Singapore, baby. We're in Singapore. Trans-Pacific fantasy basketball. That's cool. It's really impressive. I also wonder how many people were looking we even, for like we, a, we even used to have a Puerto Rican owner in the league. Who's that? Uh, Trevor, and then he moved back oh, to right. California. Trevor was Puerto Rican. For yeah, he was, he right. was pretty diverse in those days. Mm. So, if you are not a member of the Big Ego Small Vertical Fantasy Basketball League, actively setting a, a roster, if you don't have my phone number, you need to tweet at big underscore vertical. And let's know a little bit more about you. I'd love to do a fan spotlight in an upcoming episode of somebody who's not a member of this league. Let's get, let's get to know you. I feel like you should just give them your phone number, Dallin. Yeah. It will be edited out if anybody says it, so <laughs> I have complete control over what goes on this podcast. But anyways, uh, getting back to the meat of the show. Alex. Yeah. Any other questions? Um, I like the dark horse question. Anything more along those lines? It's okay if you don't. Yeah, no, I've got some thoughts. Uh, 
here, here's one. Who do you think is most likely to leave the, the league next? Or has anyone else followed my yeah. lead? Is um, your little brother? Caleb left. Caleb left. He's out. Chris Shell left. Yes. From that first original draft. Uh, Phantom Chris Brown? Not Chris Brown? I don't know who that was. He left as well. Okay. <laughs> um, we've, we've gone through some Chris's. Um, we've gone through a couple right. Moffitts. Yeah, both oh, Moffitts. Well, Matt was there night one. Yes. Daniel Larson was there night one. In the original league? In the original. He was there the same night you were drafting the Rain Course. I don't even know who took that team over. Um, Matt Moffitt was there. Ben Moffitt had a team. Uh, well, Derek had a team, gave it to Ben Moffitt. Ben Moffitt gave it to Ben Levitt. Something like that. But it's been pretty steady for a few years, and hopefully it's steady for many years to come. Is anyone likely to leave? Is anyone, like, if you had to... I don't know if I... I mean, I don't know who would leave. I, honestly, I think at this point I'd be surprised if anybody left. Um, I don't know. I would be surprised if anyone left. It be, if basketball became a full-time summer sport... Jordan might consider it because I know he plays a lot of fantasy baseball. Mm. But um, he's like the one guy who I think prefers baseball to foot or to basketball. Mm. But I would hope that, like I say, I think it's a great group, and I think everybody is at least fairly involved. Mm. So I'm very happy, and I hope it maintains. Yeah. Good question. Um. What's your overall impression of these rosters? Oh, yeah, let's get into it. Uh, yeah, again, Goga Bitadze or whatever the heck. That's cool. I'm impressed by that. Um, let's see. Who won Who won the league last year? Uh, last year, we did not have a title, a champion. Well, this, because... that's, just, that's just year. The COVID year was no one actually. Sure. The last year, year yeah. Jordan? Jordan. Boom, Jordan Klaus, Boom Shakalaka. Boom Shakalaka. It, um, and it's more or less the same team, I'm guessing. He had. Oh, yeah. It was that team plus Drew Holiday. I think that's the only major Ooh, change. He is the best defender ever. I watched a defensive highlights thing of Drew Holiday recently, and it's just scary how good he is. Better than Gary the Glove Pig. Well, in the league now, but if honestly, if I had to pick a defender, I would pick Drew Holiday because he can guard one through five. I don't know that Gary Payton could be guarding better than Andre Iguodala. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I I mean, for my money, like he just gives you where you plug it in. Yeah, he just shuts people down. He's so solid. He slides his feet really well. There was just this one play where he was guarding LeBron in the post. He didn't move, and LeBron just threw up the most like limp, lame air ball ever on him. He's incredible. I love that guy. Um, Bryce's team, I look, it looks solid up and down. Taylor's top, team, top to bottom, pretty good, huh? Looks good. I'm um, glad to hear people respecting Daniel Tice. Not enough people hey, respect Daniel Tice, dude. That guy. If Daniel Tice is the worst guy in your roster, you did something right. I used to, I used to look at him and think something along the lines of Birdman, but now Without that I, the tattoos. Yeah, and now I, now that I know that he's actually from Germany and maybe a little bit older, like I have a newfound respect for the guy. And he plays really well in that Boston Celtics team. Yeah. So they replace him in a heartbeat, though. They would, but he's so value for them. Yeah. I mean, how much money does the guy get for the value that gives him? Yeah, I don't know. Trevor, would you let us know how much money <laughs> Daniel Tice gives, 
Brandon, Brandon let's see. Yeah, yeah I like Brandon's fair. team. I, I would love to see Ben do well, but is uh, DeMarcus Cousins ever going to play a meaningful basketball minute ever again? Probably uh, not, but I don't think he needs Cousins to be good. Obviously, he's got a lot of nice. Good. Yeah. What did he give up to get him? A second round pick. Oh, second round I think pick. it maybe. I think it was a second Dragic, round pick. Right? It may have been Dragic, and then I just dropped Dragic. Dragic. Yeah. Had this discussion before. Dragic. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, some interesting rosters. Um, Ooh, Shake Milton. That's a good name. It is a good name. Um, well, any other – and what do you think of, what do you think of Benson's team? Okay, where we got Benson. The Benson. flock. There we go. Uh, he's got he's kind of got a similar build to what you were doing initially. Mm, 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 Trying to win those five mm, mm, categories, get in on that five hundred win percentage. Well, playoffs. am I mistaken? But do Dejounte Murray and Derek White play on the same team at the same position? Yes, um, basically. What is his wait? Did he acquire I mean, Derek? That that was the news, or did he get rid? Yes, of him? no. He he traded for him. What's the thinking there? They can kind they of play, play next to each other. Minutes. I mean, they both get. 29, right? At least. Um, I mean, they both need to play more in order to both be good. So they both need to sweeten up to old Becky Hammond a little bit to get some of the playing time. Maybe. <laughs> I, I'm skeptical that that will help. Um, hey, who is the guy in the bubble that got kicked out for getting a nurse in his room? Was he on the Rockets? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, Daniel Howells. <laughs> yeah. Oh my guy. Daniel House Call. In the house with Daniel. No, it was, it was Daniel House Call. Corey in the house. Yeah. Daniel in the house. Hello, nurse. Animaniacs. Yeah. I like it. I wonder if she was good looking or just around. Well, she would have she would have been wearing a mask when he met her. Like he he didn't see her with a mask until she got up to the room. So who knows? Not well, even him. I wonder if it was James and he made Daniel take the hit for him. LeBron? Uh, James Harden. No, no, no. Uh, they monitor the doors, and that, they knew it oh, was so him it because was... it was the only door that had opened between like yeah, but they monitor midnight the and two o'clock. If my man can't score in the game, at least he's scoring in the room, baby. Dan- oh! Daniel House is a quality player that was owned by a few teams this year. He's so was he doing anything rosters. for the Rockets in the playoffs? No. Besides blasting off, no. <laughs> the Rockets. Yes, yes, I understand. <laughs> I had to. So and that's where I want to go. Is what is some of the stuff you guys are a little afraid to talk about on the podcast? Can we get a little weird with it? Almost everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, are you afraid of scaring off your listenership or something? I mean, I clearly not. what we have is working. I mean, I don't want to scare off the guy in Anaheim. Yeah, I feel like what people want He's like, you is... know, nine episodes in, and they really took it down to the down down a path I wasn't interested in. You know. Oh sure. I feel like what people want is raw, uncut. Dallin and Bryce and guest. I'll tell you what they want. Yeah, great stuff. I just want to venture into weird NBA stuff. Like that's my thing. Well, we could have you on once in a while to talk at weird NBA stuff. Well, you know, that's 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 for my money. That's what I want to hear is yeah. talking about I don't know weird dudes in the league and weird stuff that they might do and you know I don't. As in, as in getting suspended for hooking up with medical professionals, or who is Goga Batazde? Yeah, stuff like that. Or did you know this player had a stamp collection? <laughs> stuff like that. I can't think of any player with a stamp collection. Probably Kevin Herter. <laughs> I don't know anything about Kevin Herter, so I suppose that's like a possibility. Oh, 
How about this? I have some some sizzling hot takes. Oh. Yeah, I want to hear his sizzling hot takes. Well, I guess they're more freezing cold takes, but it's uh, why I think I'd maybe be a bad manager in fantasy basketball anymore. Because instead of using logic and numbers and figures, I would use personal bias to avoid certain players, like play certain players that I think are probably very good in fantasy basketball, like one Trey Young. He's good, right? He's very He's good. good, right? I hate him and would never have him on my team because I personally despise the man, and I don't know why. You don't have any any reason at all? I mean, yeah, maybe it's some of the male pattern baldness at age 18 or whatever the heck. <laughs> yeah, he just has a weird vibe. His attitude I don't like when he said the heat were over and then the heat came back on him. I just I, I dislike his demeanor. I just don't like the guy, even if he's really good. That's fair. It's an honest take. And I wouldn't have him on my team, and that's probably stupid, right? I... It depends yeah. what your team build is. Sure. No, no, it's foolish to disqualify players. But I, I do think that if your bias disqualifies a player or two, you're probably okay. Well, it's when your bias goes the other way and you wait, have to have a player who's not good, it, that's when you get in trouble. Is it just a player or two? Or are we talking about... Like, well, there's, there's Michael Porter Jr., who I despise. But I'd like to go down this road. Who's a player that you would really want to have on your team that's really bad? That's really bad? I don't know if that... Do you guys have those little soft spots for guys? Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, oh, I got to have, like, for like me... Like Nikhil Alexander-Walker? Yeah, or I remember having Dewan Blair on my team for far oh. too long, and the guy did not have knees, I'm pretty sure. He had knees, he didn't have... You remember Lieutenant Dan? <laughs> <Knee cap? laughs> he had more knees. He was more knees than Blair. <laughs> Um, oh, I was a huge fan of Dewan Blair. I don't know. I guess if you I, I drafted OG Ananobi his mm. rookie year because I really liked him. And if I were being honest, I probably should have realized that he wasn't going to be good. But I really like OG Ananobi. But he's good now. Well, I remember I, I kept Bledsoe stashed on my bench for years. Oh, that's what the trade was. It was Tegan Bledsoe. Not Paul. Number two. What did he get for Chris Paul? Uh, Chris Paul was dealt some other time. I know at one point it exchanged, I thought Benson had Chris Paul, and I thought it exchanged from Benson over to Taylor for Kyle Lowry. Mm. That was a trade at one point. So I don't know how Benson came to own Chris Paul from Alex's team. I don't know either. Um, I own, own I own, uh, my least favorite player in the NBA is on my fantasy roster. Who's that? Kyrie, Kyrie Irving. And why are you able to compartmentalize? And I just love the Yao Ming dynasty more than I dislike Kyrie Irving. And why do you dislike Kyrie? Uh, he's faux intellectual, which I find like I'm if not somebody even sure if somebody he's that. no he I I think he's convinced that he's the smartest guy in the room, and that person's always annoying, especially when they're not very smart. Well, remember when he went on Richard Jefferson's podcast and. <laughs> It's, he's great. He made a guy from U of A seem way smarter than him, and he wanted to do. I mean, no ill by this, but I find it funny that, that you think that the most annoying person in the room is the person that thinks they're the smartest. Yes. When you are the person almost. And every, I think I'm, I think I'm smartest. I'm not saying I'm the least annoying. I've never made that argument. <laughs> I don't find you like the 
most annoying person in the room. But this so who, argument was okay. <laughs> who do you who funny. do you find the most annoying person in this room? In this room, right now, right now, Alex. Okay. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hate Michael Porter Jr. And it's probably because I I don't have anything to base that off of. I've never heard him talk. I I just assumed that he sat out his college career because he was soft and just had this fake injury. And I just, well, but then we found out that the injury injury was real because he sat out his rookie year too. It's very and he real. got red flagged by the NBA when he was getting drafted. Anyway, I just think that he's soft and I don't believe in him. And then he says that the Nuggets aren't winning because he's not getting enough touches. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was that was rough. That's pretty good. So I feel like I'm sort of being validated there. But maybe he'll be really good, and I'll have to eat crow. But. I don't know. So because I'm a rebuilding team, yeah. to answer your question, is there any bad guys in the league that you have a soft spot on that you want on your team? I yeah. already have them on my team. So <laughs> Dal- Dallas has one good player on his team. The rest are bad oh, players. Oh, Luke Kennard. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay, sure. Oh, Dante DiVincenzo? Those, those are his second and third most valuable players to him. Oh, boy. I mean, maybe in the regular season it's different, but in the playoffs? Dante. Playoffs? Was, <laughs> Dante was not talking about playoffs. No. He – he barely showed up, and yeah. you couldn't play the guy. Yeah. This is like basically his rookie season. Is it? Only only a couple of players can be good enough to start as a rookie in the NBA Finals. Uh-oh. And I think we all know who that is. OG Ananobi. <laughs> he, was, he was checking LeBron James as a rookie. KFC. They've got a product out called the Bucket for One. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, so my team sucks, but I love me some Tyler Hero. Um, so actually, is he the second most valuable player on your team to you? Uh, it's probably Bam and then Kelly Oubre. Okay, Kelly okay. Oubre. I forgot about Kelly Oubre. Is he going to be part of the Suns' plans? You think? I don't know. I don't know. Bryce seems to think. I think Suns so. Just play their best players. Yeah, I, I think he's one of the. Seem to think the Suns would be better if Kelly Oubre came off the bench. We had this discussion last week. I don't, I don't know, know if you listened. Whatever last team week. that the Suns had in the bubble. I liked that going forward, and I don't know. I mean, Kelly might be part of, like, a second unit, but I don't know that he's necessarily starting in my eyes, but I don't know. Um, we touched on it a little bit earlier. I kept Eric Bledsoe on my team for far too long when he was sitting behind Chris Paul, either injured or just not playing at all, and for the hope that he would turn into a viable fantasy player. And when he was on the Suns, that was very much true. So that was a badge that I wore very proudly, that I hung on to this guy for many years, uh, even though he was providing next to nothing. Is there anyone doing a similar thing now in the league? I like to always have one guy on my team that's just kind of Bismack building. Biombo. Bismack Biombo. That is the soft John Henson that you have. Oh, I did. I love Bismack Biombo. worst player <laughs> And you had him for what? Twelve years on your team? No, I had him for a year or two. Two, what? I would say two years. You're lying. So um, I, I have a soft spot for players who have my birthday. Your birthday is December tenth. Yeah. Got no, it. it's December ninth. Oh, Benson's June tenth. I don't know anyone's birthday except my own. Not even your mom. Nope. Not even your dad. Nope. Not even Nick's. Nope. Not even Caleb. Players nope. who have my birthday. Who are who are those players? Eric Bledsoe. Oh. Who ironically I kind of don't like, but because it's my birthday, I like him. Did you like him when he was on the Suns? But then not really. He drove me crazy. Oh, okay. I think he just barreled in traffic and then didn't know what to do with the ball. Mm. Uh, but Kelly Oubre was my 
birthday. He's on my team. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Baines, I will probably not roster him. Oh, that's another else. one that I really had to eat crow there. I hated Aaron Baines. Oh, you did. But when he got on the Suns, he started to like be good. How much of this? How much of your basketball hatred is haircut based? <laughs> because you mentioned Trey well, Young's hair. You mentioned Trey Young's hair. Aaron Baines's hair was quite distinctive. Yeah. So Alfred Payton's thing, I just wondered how he could even see. And when he got a cut, I was like, yeah, that's probably for the best. Uh, who's the guy on the uh, Spurs? Uh, Lonnie, Lonnie Walker. Lonnie yeah. Walker. That was another one. Yeah, haircut based. <laughs> the best ever, though, is Carlos Boozer's spray on hair. Oh, that was That bad. is the greatest that thing ever. That was unfortunate. Uh, no, I don't know. It's it's all unfounded. I don't know where it comes from. Maybe it's personal, like how I would like to see, like if these guys played with us, if would I want these guys on my team? Uh, I mean, you got to say yes because they're NBA players, but I would just think, I don't like your game, and so I don't like you. That's fair. I don't know. So you're an NBA player. Your mm-hmm. team makes a big trade. They bring in Trey Young. <laughs> oh, God. And you're like, let's say, like, let's just say you're not the big star in their team. Like you're, you know, like the fourth best option. I, I take to Twitter, I go to the salon with Eric Bledsoe, and I say, I don't want to be here. Yeah. <laughs> so we're back to haircuts again. Ooh, it is haircut based. We fit we figured it out. Um wow, it totally is. Well, there you go. I mean, I'll be honest, it, like like how do you feel like Chris Kamen? Oh goodness. Uh, I remember people comparing him to like the Geico caveman commercials back in the day when those were big, and I thought that was valid. I thought he was more like on the Schmeagle. Like I thought he was more of a Gollum or Schmeagle. I he definitely endeared himself to me when he was like Damian Lillard's Mowgli or his Baloo. Damian was his Mowgli, and I thought that was an awfully cute relationship. And I like Dame, so uh, he he gained some points there in my book. But uh, yeah, before that, I thought, oh, this weird guy in the Clippers who needs him. Yeah. Who's your favorite player in the NBA? Who would you like if you came in the league today? Uh, if you were just going after it emotionally, heart based, who would you who would you want? Well, I remember telling the Suns in my mind, draft Luka Doncic and not DeAndre Ayton because he's a can't miss guy, and so I feel pretty good about that. Not that he's necessarily my favorite player, but as far as someone who's going to be really good in the league for a really long time, I think that's probably the guy. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but I would say favorite player is probably Drew Holiday. Really? We talked about him some, and I love that guy. Yeah. He's awesome. Would you rather have him or Malcolm Brockton and a couple first-rounders? Well. This was a trade we discussed, I think, last week. It feels like Malcolm in two firsts is probably more valuable. I mean, Drew's been in the league a long time. He's like 30. 30, 30 I I don't know what his fantasy output actually looks like, but with my personal bias – Went out, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I think I might be the only person whose favorite NBA player is a future first round draft pick. Who's that? I don't know. I just like future oh, draft picks. That's <laughs> what you mean. mean. See, I, when you because it Mal- can be anybody. It's, well, it's, it's, it's a mystery Malcolm, box. When you say Malcolm in two picks, I think those two picks could be trash. So maybe it's the optimist thing. They where, could be Cade Cunningham. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be Adam Morrison to bring him back. But uh, it could be Jabari Parker. Oh boy. Any other direction you want to take this conversation, either of you? No. No? No, I think. Down? Anything on your mind? Anything we didn't cover? Anything you want to talk about? 
I don't know. Um, what's your hot take? Last question. What's sure. your hot take on uh, on punt punting a category? Oh, I think I, I did that. You did that. Like Benson's doing it now. Other people are doing it. Punting a free throw or punting assists or, or turnovers. Which I don't know. Like, can you really control that? But um, I mean, I I like it because I think I built my team to be really heavy in certain things. Um, you can control the variable, variables a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, I think that for me, I'm I sort of tend to be. I'd rather be pretty good at most things than like really good at some. But maybe in fantasy basketball, if you can get away with being really good at five categories, you might as well. You know, you don't need to win 9-0. You need to win 5-4. And you can win a title doing that. Yes, you can. Dance dance all the way down to Chinatown. That's right, baby. That's what Bryce has done three times, specifically. I cannot, hey, League, I cannot believe you let him win three times. Sheeple. It wasn't their choice. Uh, Well, I guess I was there for one of them. Now he's teaming up on us. He's getting Fletcher. Yeah. Treasurer. Yeah, it's gonna be an MBA that he brings in next. And... Like a board of executives. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Meanwhile, good citizens like me and Jay Burnley sit on our couches and receive text messages from five different people. You've got to keep innovating. I will say that one of the worst decisions I almost made was Chandler Parsons was really good for a second there. Mm-hmm. And Jay had him on his team. And I, and I think I'd had Chandler Parsons before and it ended up on Jay's team somehow. And I was like, hey, I really want him back. And he's like, make me a good trade. And I think I almost offered him way too much for Parsons, who eventually became Parkinson's. absolutely Parkinson's. Parkinson's. Parsons became Parkinson's. Yeah. <laughs> Which is no good for anybody. Except Michael J. Fox. You can donate now by going to michaeljfoxfoundation.org. <laughs> is this the ad read? Uh, maybe. <laughs> and I think that concludes... A beyond the stats, looking at the years in the past with a one Alex Gerber. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks yeah. for having me. I really missed the uh, the local RV company ad read, though. Hopefully, you guys can squeeze that in somewhere. Well, next time Taylor's on, he'll probably bring it with him again. <laughs> Just do it for Arby's. I don't care. Maybe they got like a two for six going or something. Who knows? I think they usually do. That's crazy stuff. <laughs> across the street, I could just get them to do an ad. Do it for them. Just do it right yeah. now. Are you hungry? You feeling like you need a little sandwich? Call your friend Uncle Ned. Whether it's the classic, the crazy classic, or the ham and Swiss, you better make sure you get everything added on because this sub is seven degrees under. And don't forget your quarters, kids, because we've got Dig Dug and Pinball. I think people should spend their lunch money on anything they want. It shouldn't be influenced by your corporate shilling. Anyways, thanks, <laughs> thanks, thanks again for being on the, thanks again for being on the show, Alex. Does this mean he's not allowed to talk for the last part? Sleeping no. single in a double bed. So this moves us to Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Fortunately, today's question kind of goes along with the Beyond the Stats theme. Okay. It comes from Benson Cotter, who asked... Did we get a real question this week? Yeah, I was in the middle of reading it. Okay, no, I'm just saying, because we've made up like half of them or more than half of them. 
Um, yeah, no. How do you think Doc Rivers will do in Philly? They have talent over there, but what specifically will he do with their unique skills? Well, first of all, it's Glenn Rivers, if you didn't hear, because he is giving up Doc to pay homage to Dr. Julius Irving. Is he really? As the as the one and true Doc of Philadelphia. Is that true? Yeah. He's going oh, by his real it's the only thing. Yeah, he's going by his real name, Glenn. Glenn Rivers. So, so first of all... That's a big Doc... Uh, yeah, I like that a lot. I, I assume at some point he'll try to take over control of operations, uh, make it to the playoffs, not win a title. I, I don't know. I feel like there's a big enough difference between Doctor and Doc. I mean, Doc. Like I mean, it's, you got, it's like the seven. I've quarters. never heard. I've never heard anyone say Doc J. Bugs Bunny. It's clear that Glenn is being obsequious to the people of Philadelphia and trying to curry favor of these people by saying, "Oh, honor, who, whatever, you're Doc. We know he was Doc." Yeah. No one's gonna call him Glenn. If I was, if I was, but I, I do think that like it's nice to see Doctor J getting a little more recognition. Sure. Like he was. We need more Doctor J. Player. Yeah, I mean, if I'm if I'm Glenn Rivers, um, I, I stroll into Philly, I get a Philly cheesesteak, photo walk, kiss a baby, go coach some basketball. Pats or Geno's? Uh, I, I haven't had either. Wit or wit out. Name name based only. I'm gonna go Geno's. Okay. This sounds fun. There you go. Well, how is he gonna do in Philly? And I don't know. The the answer is not good because. You can't win with Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons on the same team. So which one of those guys goes? I've heard rumors that Ben Simmons goes. I sure. think you could maybe do it if you you can't do it with Al Horford, though. You can't do it with Al Horford? Yeah, like if you've got Al Horford – because you, you kind of have to play Ben Simmons as a big man sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you can't play three bigs in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Like you can kind of play two – if one of those two is Anthony Davis, but none of those Philly guys are Anthony Davis or mm. particularly close to Anthony Davis. Both pretty good though. They're Simmons, both good. Simmons and Embiid are good. I mean, Tobias Harris is there? Is he? The His best guy? positions for he's also like you know, like three of those guys should be playing power forward. And we 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 live in a day and age when a lot of teams don't have any power forward. Amir Johnson, baby, represent. That's a guy I held on to for way too long on my fantasy. That was a guy who was kind of on the fantasy radar for a long time, and most people. And now he's just on the bench showing Joel Embiid weird things on the phone. Is he? Is Is he still in Philly? I don't know. I can't imagine he's still in the NBA. I'm sure he's on the bench somewhere. Maybe he's on the bench. I bet he's he's not in the NBA. No, I, I think it's a poor fit. If they can trade Al Horford, move Tobias Harris to the four. And then Ben Simmons, point guard, I guess. They're still lacking for shooting. But, I mean, again, I think that's the best you can do. I I don't like Joel. I'm so glad the Suns didn't draft him and try to build around him. I find him obnoxious. So, I would rather get rid of Joel. Is that one of those biases again? He's got good hair, though. So, this isn't. It's not a hair thing. But, I don't know. I would rather have Ben. But, I really think that Ben Simmons might end up on the Lakers kind of deal. And,. And then you're going to be stuck with Joe. I just don't. I don't see Doc and Philly you know, doing think, anything. You know, I think Ben Simmons should go Phoenix. From a pure basketball standpoint, he's got a lot of shooters. Huh. They need a power forward. They need somebody that can move the ball around too. Not that Rubio and Booker don't, but an extra ball handler never hurts. If he comes here, I'm going to make him switch hands though, like Tristan Thompson did. He should be shooting right-handed, and once he does that, he can start making threes. You heard Tristan it here first. Thompson switched hands. Yes, midway through his NBA career. 
from left to right, which is incredible. And he became a great free throw shooter. No? I think he did. I don't think he ever became very I think good. he got better. But anyway, he switched. So, yeah. There was like a pun there with Cleveland and hand, hand, land. I was trying to think of something there. There's nothing there. We don't need to reach for Cleave his left hand off. Yeah. Mm, that seems extreme. Sounds somewhere. He wouldn't be able to rebound to them. What's the point? Um, no, I, I don't know. I think he, Philly's problems are more roster-based than coach-based. And I've got no problem I with like them changing. I'm okay Brett with Brown. them changing Brown. from Brett Brown because Brett Brown obviously didn't have the answers. But I'm just not convinced <laughs> that anybody has the answers. He didn't have the answers for how to tie your shoe. Brett Brown seemed pretty thick. I mean, when he was when he was sent to Philadelphia, I don't think they even gave him a key to the, the building. Like, I, I, he's probably <laughs> like, "Where is the arena?" Like, it was bad. He it has handlers over, over yeah. here, Brett. Yeah, I think I, I think he did a fine job. No, but I, I he wasn't he wasn't good enough to win the title, which is what they want. But I, I just don't I don't know what the answer is. Do you think that there's an off chance that Brett Brown has a house in Anaheim and he's our listener and he's just stopped listening because of this conversation? Well. That would be in no. I just don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Like in our league, sure, but some stranger, no. Um, so I have a lot of friends from Philly who are diehard Sixers fans, and I've talked with them over the years as the Suns and the Sixers have more or less been in step with each other in rebuilding. Parallelly, yeah. And we've often asked each other, like, who's going to win first, the Suns or the Sixers? Do you like this guy? Is they come in the league? They used to have Drew. They used to have Evan Turner. Which one do you like better? Yada, yada, yada. Who do you think right now stands a better chance to win a title? The Suns or the Sixers? Who would get one first? The Sixers just in the just in the, the because they're in the East Coast. I think they're also clearly better than the Suns. Like when was the last time the Suns made the playoffs? With Dragic and uh Bledsoe and Grant Hill. I'm just saying, I mean the, if the Suns were in the East Coast, they'd be making the playoffs though. Yeah, they'd better. make they'd make the playoffs in the Eastern Conference. Don't you guys think that they should have played the Magic for a play-in game to see who would play the Bucks after the Suns went 8-0? Because who cares I about mean, conferences? And... I would love the NBA if they just said the best 16 teams go to the playoffs. Why not? And the Suns should have been in this year. They Hey, best team in the league right now, 8-0, is better than whatever else is out there, right? Well, yeah, but like their cumulative no. record is still 100% winning percentage. The best team in the, the league is probably the team that wins the title. That's Right? Yeah. Would have been the Suns. They haven't lost. Yeah. They've been undefeated all the way through. Swept the Lakers. Easy. Easy. I would have liked to see them in the playoffs, but there's always next year. See if they can keep it up. They should have won more games if they won. Is that Cam Johnson? I would rather have Tyler Hero, who the Suns. You know who has Cam Johnson and Tyler Hero on the fans? Is that you? Wow. Let's hear it, buddy. Drop one. Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. The Suns could have drafted heroes, all I'm saying. I think Cam is going to be very fine. He proved to get a lot better, especially in the bubble. Better defense. He's a great shooter, but he's older than Booker. Is that correct? Or the same age? Roughly the same age as Booker. Which is incredible. I think he's a little older. I think he'll be perfectly fine, but do I think he's the next Clay Thompson? I don't know. But we we got a lot of time. We'll see. Well, thanks for the good question, Benson. Thanks, you uh, spurring quite the conversation. Block man. Um, and, you know, it's been great having you, Alex. Any other thoughts from anybody? No, sir. Send this off at the sunset. Yeah, I'm just happy to be here, you know. All right. Until next week.
peace, love, and Trey Young. Planet Druidia, sir. Good. I'll call Spaceball City and notify President Scroob immediately. I already called him, sir. He knows everything. What? You went over my helmet? Well, not exactly over, sir. Uh, but more to the side. I, I'll always call you first. It'll never happen again. Never, ever! For those of you still listening, I imagine this being a conversation between Bryce and Fletcher in the near future. Raspberry? Only one man would dare give me raspberry. 